Do 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 do. Wait. <laughs> All right, let me start over. Do 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 do. Okay, what's up? This is Ranching with Randy. I'm Randy, and this is a podcast about anything and everything that could drive a sane person stark raving mad. It could be about the bus, the train, the crackheads in the rain. The end. Yeah, look, that was pretty good. Yeah. That was pretty good, actually. What? Okay. And you know what's okay. really funny? On one what? of the one, on, an, on a story that I follow of someone who shall remain nameless posted a picture of three crackheads in the hood still, like, with masks on their chin but still hitting the crack pipe. And he, and, yeah. and, the, and the post was really funny. It was something like... Still smacking the crack, but still rocking the mat. Something. He, he wrote something that was really pretty funny, but I was like, oh, my God. You got to do what you got to do. I, especially if you have an addiction to something like that. I mean. That's right. The last thing they're thinking. I mean, they had masks, so clearly they, you know, they're aware on some level. And you want to know something? Crack doesn't kill you. <laughs> crack just makes you old and dusty. Crack does not kill. Heron kills. Like, I feel like some people might dispute that. There's a lot. You explain to oh me God. then all. Long is like shouting on the phone. T- explain to me then all the old ass dusty crackheads that you see that are like 97 years old still smoking crack. You don't see a lot of old heroin addicts. You don't see. Well, yeah, heroin kills young. Yeah, you don't see a lot of. You, you don't see that, and that that is the thing. A lot of crackheads are mad old and just somehow they're. I don't think the term. I hate the word, and I think. It's interesting because functioning alcoholic should not be a word. And it's like you're not a functioning crackhead, but on some level you are. And for lack of a better word, because I'm not an expert on any of those things. Wendy Williams was a functioning crackhead for a really long time. I know, but I think that is a, I guess, I don't. She also had an addiction, but she functioned. She wasn't like in bed all day. That's what I think it is. Yeah, that's an interesting. I have absolutely zero expertise or knowledge it when it comes like, to that. Me neither, but I don't think it should be used as like an excuse for saying that the habit is okay. I think it's just No, like I'm just saying that it doesn't Yes, but it doesn't it, it's not like meth where you can no longer function. Right. right or heroin right. where you can no longer really function. It's it's more right. like you see old ass crackheads in the hood. You you do. And it's funny because you don't really see Young people smoking crack. All you only see old people smoking crack. Crack's so eighties. It's still easily accessible. I know, but like if you didn't develop a crack habit in the eighties, maybe you're not gonna develop it now, but you're still on that crack tip if you're if you're old. I know it's it it's just 80s. interesting because you you really now that I think about it, you never see like young people hitting crack pipes. You see them, you know, on meth and like, you know, shooting up there were needles all over. it was crazy for a while in the hood you all of a sudden you were like stepping all over needles and you were like where is this coming from it was random because it was very not okay. the scene up there but anyway i was look i don't know where we were going with that i was just looking at someone's instagram story and I, that's where it started i don't know why i don't even it's me how did we get here who knows <laughs> how did we get anywhere who knows? I'm going to make myself a neon sign. You know what pissed me off? You want to talk about oh, something that pissed God. me off? What okay. the f- actual Apple TV fucking stealing Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving? I could give two shits. I don't even know what this is. 
Have you never watched Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving special? Yeah, but like I don't. If there's drama around it, I don't know, and I could, I could oh. fully predict that I won't give two shits. It's for, come on. Every it's something that you flip through the channels if you're watching TV. Okay, but what is the drama? The if drama is they to... took it and now you can't find it anywhere. It's a holiday. It's a it's a holiday staple. Can you find it on Apple TV? You have to pay for it. Well, it's 2020. What do you think? Content. Every piece of content is behind some paywall. When were you watching it 10 years ago? On your I'm like VHS. channel. No, dude. I'm like channel 11. Get out of here. Or like channel 5. I swear to God. It was yeah, on but you regular. Were for cable. It's not the same. No, yeah, you could find no, you could find it on public television. We've been watching it forever. And ever and ever and ever. It's like uh me and Mr. Heatmiser. Remember you, you, come on. You don't know Dude, I'm sending oh. all of these things to you. All of these holiday like that was that stop motion. I know what Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving is, but I don't know what mean Mr. Bing Bonger is. <laughs> it's mean Mr. Heatmiser or something. I don't it's I don't remember the actual name. Now you're going to make me Google it. Get See, this is why we need Wong on the pod. Wong is like on the phone with somebody. Always accessible on the Google. She's like... Talking at like volume a thousand. She is. She's going to go next Halloween as the mad Googler. We're going to have to hook her up with a, with a costume. I could probably get my hands on some Google merch. I think it would be hysterical, <laughs> dude, because she is... I mean, we say something in the jam. Like, oh, in a been... nanosecond, my phone pings and I'm like... She spent the last three out three hours last night and like two hours this morning trying to find her algebra teacher's daughter on like Facebook. She's not going to give up until she finds her. I know, I but I I I, I do admire that. I do admire that tenacity and that because you know what happens. I think the more you can't find it, at least for me, and if you're somewhat competitive or competitive at all, you will not let like the system beat you. And you're like, I'm going to fucking find it. Like, no matter what it takes. But why would you ever want to find your algebra teacher's daughter? Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily want to do that, but I know what it's like to want to find something and not be able to find it and not want to quit until you actually find it. But I would probably at that point just ask Siri. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) Or something. I guess. I mean, if you've got nothing else to do and it's not exactly the most eventful Thanksgiving. I mean, right. I was going to say, and who has actually things to do? I mean, well, I, guess, I. I mean, I guess there are people that have things to do. Oh, yeah, that's what we were talking about, the, the annual walk to the parade float. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah. actually something to do okay. every year for, like, the last nine years. Okay. Lincoln and I would meet at the Hill. <laughs> Can you just be getting, like, completely molested by your dog? Yeah. Hi, bug. Hi, buggy. Oh, my God. Okay, you and Lincoln would So, yeah, we would hill. meet, and then we would walk south through the park because we walk in circles. We would walk in circles every day. So this gave us actually a different destination and something to do and something right. to see. And it was like the weather was great. It was fall. It was like the park was full of leaves and, you know, these things called people and their dogs. And, like, you could actually talk to people and dogs could, like, play with right. other dogs. And at like 6.30 in the morning, like 6, 6.30 in the morning, we would meet up at the hill, which was late right. for us actually, and we would walk all the way down. One year, we made it all the way to 81st and to the barricades, and that was where like all the like celebrity parade people would like- I think I remember this. Get on the bus. That's where I saw Questlove was there and like a whole bunch mm. of like, you know, the um, Cirque du Soleil peeps that jump around on the float, and you see everybody getting ready and- you could actually see all of the floats because you had to stop going to the 
float blowing up, the balloon blowing up thing because 9-11, like, ruined fucking everything. And, like, you mm-hmm. know, some people still don't mind walking like cattle, like, through, like, gates and, like, you know, being right. completely corralled. Everyone else with a functioning brain cell is like, there's no way you're pinning me in a fucking gate and God forbid right. something happens. And you can't see anything and, like, nobody walks fast enough and everybody fights. Get out of my way. I can't see. People have dogs on, strollers, kids on their shoulder. It's a nightmare. So I would love to, like, go back and, like, count all of the podcasts you've done and see how many times you've brought up 9-11. <laughs> it's a, it had a huge fucking impact. I mean, yeah, but, like, it's just funny to me. It's not funny. 9-11 no. is not funny. 9-11 is not funny. No, but the PTSD following 9-11 is, is legit real. Like, I, dude, see something, say something. I, I don't think I was the only one to use that app when it came out, but I fucking used the app. Okay. Like, you best believe if you saw if I saw a backpack, like, alone on a fucking bench or a suitcase, like, on the corner, I couldn't, in good conscience, like, walk by that and, like, God forbid... It would. The point of this wasn't to continue down the nine eleven. No, I just have to say, but I, but I just have to say, it, it affected everything. Like every, oh, every free concert on the Great Lawn was then changed. You couldn't bring backpacks. You couldn't bring food. I know. I you lived there. I am from there. I know, but I'm just saying, like it, it, it is a big deal. It affect, it affected and continues to affect people's lives that were, that were there for that or there since that because everything you- has changed. Do you think Bush did it? Don't even get me on that QAnon shit. I've been listening to those podcasts. They are, I really want them to go back. True and on. Not QAnon. I know. Sorry. It's true and on talking about QAnon. I really do prefer when they go deep down the Jeffrey Epstein, Jelaine Maxwell rabbit hole. I do too. I I get when they go off on like all of this other, like they're not as intel. They're not as, educated or knowledgeable around other things they're just sort of like uh well she has a really good i think well it's maybe it's because i know nothing about banking and global banking and shit like that she seems that seems to be her niche and he is like all about like the underground guerrilla fighting and all of that kind of shit warfare yeah stuff but i i that whole like when they went down that whole bush rabbit hole 9-11 all that kind of stuff the whole davos thing where they were talking about like money i i guess because i don't have any money so i don't really understand i've never understood (laughs) money like it doesn't sadly doesn't impact my life in the same way it does for other people that have like stock portfolios or like buy houses (laughs) like i don't know so for me i i just get into like all the trashy drama and they pull and they happen to pull some really interesting threads on that story also and i i'm much more key into that kind of stuff but i don't know if if i had think bush had anything to do with it i think there's a lot of the more i listen to that stuff and now we're going down some weird path i will say a lot of shit people knew a lot of shit that didn't get reported mm-hmm. and Definitely. i just i don't i i listen to it it's funny you say that because i actually listened to one of those episodes more than once just so that i could think process. through again and process what they were saying because it's a lot of weird Mossad, like black ops, like dark money shit, and it 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 takes you down that road, and you're like, wow, that actually, wow, did that really happen? And then you're wondering, like, they're getting all these. Obviously, it happened. If these documents, I don't know. It's the same with this whole like Area Fifty One alien shit, Project Blue Book, all this other stuff that they have. All of these redacted documents. 
if you want to talk about something batshit crazy and go completely off the rails, I don't even know where this is going. This was talking about walking to parade floats with Lincoln, and now it's like going down to like hunting Hitler. The whole documentary that was on the History Channel with Bob Bear, who was uh, like one of the most widely known best CIA operatives, like people handlers, like in the business. They did an unbelievable documentary on all of the newly released documents that followed the rat line from Germany to Argentina and to through the through the Catholic Church and it's it's crazy it's absolutely crazy and i was like so why so why would those documents that were top secret and released be any more or less valid than those area 51 documents that were top secret and have been released when they did when they did acknowledge that the you know there were those those um air force guys saw that unidentified flying object and they like buried it i mean there's a whole bunch of shit it's like illuminati shit are we gonna go down that road do you think that when we get the vaccine they're gonna microchip us i don't give a shit if they microchip (laughs) us if it stops this shit you could put the microchip on my fucking forehead i don't care what do i i don't have anything you know who cares people that have shit to hide care do I give a shit? What are you going to find out? How little money I have? All the jobs I've had? Like, how many schools I went to? Like, you're going to watch my weather report through my forehead or my coffee o'clock? Like but, uh, have you seen those TikTok girls that make those videos? No, I don't. I don't do the TikTok thing. I don't do it either, but it's like they, I mean, they're on Twitter and Instagram as well. They're just like from TikTok. What do they do? But they're so funny. It's like, it's this very like particular kind of like trashy hometown girl who's like Trumpy and religious with like white blonde fried hair and like. Are you sure she's not from bad, Jersey? Could be, but no. And like bad fake square wide fake nails and then it's like this extremely dramatic song where they're acting out like what happens if they decline the vaccine like that they'll kill like that it's so funny i don't listen that's a whole nother can of worms i have no problem being microchip i don't care like do you think that you're worried about being microchipped the second you turn on your fucking phone everybody knows where you are and what you're doing your your life is like Belongs to the. That's also another true anon rabbit hole they go down. The well, whole 5G data crunching, smart kitchen, smart appliances, smart everything. Everybody knows everything because you've become a piece of marketable data. Give a shit. You want to know something? Give me all the good stuff and then track how I use it. I will gladly do that. Put me in a smart fucking house. I don't give a shit. Well, I just think it's funny that these girls that are making these vaccine anti-vax videos on TikTok are using TikTok and China's just taking all of their data, like tracking them, but they're like, what? Yeah. And they won't get, and they won't get vaccinated and they're dumb. And, and you know what was not dumb? Our, our annual walk to the parade floats was not dumb. It was actually very nice. And it was a really good way to like kick off Thanksgiving and like what was really interesting one two years it was two years ago if Lincoln listens to this he could probably correct me because I'm I'm not wrong often but I may be just this one time um we found for some reason there's these random like placard signs on these posts that you would if you tripped over it you probably wouldn't see it that lit that literally tell the story of like black landowners that actually lived on the land in Central Park and were like eradicated so that they could build the park that we 
we we stood there and read the shit. We were like, what? That that you never knew. And like we never we just randomly took a left instead of a right to get to where we were going. And we tripped into this sign. And because we were like shooting the shit, we were like moseying and taking our time, we stopped and we read it and we were like, wow, that's fascinating that that's here. How many people will never see this mm-hmm. and not know like any history about the land that they're standing on? So, right. so it was really interesting. And then we would walk and we would get to the top of, you know, this, this elevated hill on the, like on the rocks where all the raccoons live and the dogs would kind of hang out and we would just, it's right at the end. It's actually the end of the parade route. And so Santa's float would be there and usually like the Keebler elves or some kind of like, you know, food float. And there would be like the last like marching band to go and they would be practicing and we would just like kind of hang out. We take a couple pictures, we would like document the occasion, and then we would turn back around and we would walk back to the hill and we would be done and it was a nicer walk than just like walking in the normal circles that we would walk in. And he, it was really funny because I woke up and it was the first time, like, I was like, wow, it's so, it was kind of sad. I really was like, we're not walking to see the floats. And I, and I texted him and I was like, hey, you know, I was like, hey, Linky, you know, oh, he texted me first actually. And he said something to the effect of, you know, it's just, it was really, it was actually kind of heartbreaking. He was like, it's just me and Isis alone up on the hill. Missing, you know, walking down to the, you know, to the floats. Uh, You know, the hill is, hasn't, hasn't been the same. And I, yeah, it was real. And I was, and then I texted him back and I was like, oh. Linky. And then I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have left. But I was like, what am I going to do? Stay for one walk to the parade floats? No. (laughs) But it was really touching. And I was like. Is there a parade this year? They did something to the effect of, like, pre... They did a lot of, like, early morning pre and post taping and a little bit of live stuff, but everything was, like, massively barricaded off so that nobody could get close except the people that were in the parade. They did, I guess, a couple of performances in front of Macy's. And... But I don't... You know what's interesting? I don't think they did the floats, the balloon blowing up. Right. I did not see anything about that on Twitter or on TV. And that's actually, that's actually really kind of sad. Like it's, it's just uh, sad. It's par for, you know, it's like par for the course 2020. It's like right on brand. And it was because the blowing up of the balloons was actually really, when you could get close and you could actually almost trip and kill yourself, like on the netting, which is also probably a reason why they put the gates up. Cause like it was a lawsuit waiting to happen. And on Central Park West. So you also have, like, everybody, like, you were waiting for, like, Seinfeld to come out and, like, you know, with his kids and look at the float. But then you realized he had, like, a terrace on his, bal- you know, probably, like, a balcony up there in his three triplex apartment. And uh, it was just really cool because you could watch them blowing up. You could see them, like, you know, going from completely flat to, like, kind of starting to, like, come to life. And there was, like, you could feel, like, an en- there was just such a different energy and a vibe. And, you know, it smelled like... Dirty water, chestnuts, and, you know, stale pretzels, and just, like, winter in the, it was, like, winter in the city. It was just, you know, the whole vibe, and I think it was, it was just, it was kind of nice and just heartwarming that we both kind of had that same thought at the same kind of time, and it, you know, one of those bitter, it was, like, one of those bittersweet moments, because it won't, you know... He's not, he's like, I'm not going back. And then he was like, I'm not going to go back to the hill. It's not the same. I'm going to take ice to other parts of the park, you Mm. know, but like, because there's no dogs up there. Like the whole point was for the dogs to actually socialize. Our socialization was a bonus. 
Nobody goes anymore? It's, I don't think during the week at like six o'clock in the morning, it was a, it, there was a consistent group of like literally there, it, when we were a pack, we were, we could walk like 10 deep, like, and take the whole track up and there would, you know, and all those dogs. And then it was, it, it kind of ebbed and flowed. People moved, people came, people, you know, sadly dogs, you know, moved on and where people got puppies and, you know, took them somewhere else. It was, so there was kind of like, you know, it was like the whole like Hakuna Matata, like circle of life kind of thing. And it, you know, it was, it just fell off. Like it just really kind of like why, I guess the thing is like we were running and working out and the dogs would like just kind of meander in the middle of the cert in the hill. But if you're not going to get up at five 30, if you don't have, if you're not going to get up at five 30 in the morning anymore, you're not going to work or you're working from home there. You don't, Sadly, it's that you don't go. And that was what started happening. And it just, you know, at one point it was me, Lincoln, and and Moose's people. And then, you know, it was like Lincoln would sleep in or, you know, I was the idiot that was always there no matter what. You know, 530 in the morning, like hanging out, waiting for everybody to show up. But Or people's work schedules changed. Or like Gunnar and Michelle would like work seven days, you know, she was – eyeball deep up at the hospital she wasn't you know waking up to come to the hill anymore with gunner like it was it just everybody kind of did their own thing and peeled off and it was kind of sad and i think that's you know that's where he was at so womp womp Mm. that was uh that was the morning moment and then uh and then everybody kind of you know i guess did their thing today for the uh indigenous people's random what are you thankful for it's not Indigenous People's Day. That's Columbus Day. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of people were posting a lot of Indigenous stuff. You know, stuff. it would be cool if we could acknowledge the shitty history and also just take the day to be grateful instead of, you I know. agree with you. I think we should be, I think there should be more days where, <laughs> I don't think it should be one day, but if you need it. Of course not. If you need one I mean, day, then take the day. Right. But it's like another day where white people love to like give you a history lesson on Instagram stories. Yeah, you know, it was a lot and of history. A lot of like, re like banish Thanksgiving, <laughs> and you're like, or just acknowledge that it had a shitty premise, but we could still take it and celebrate. Or take else. it and yeah, or take it and make it into a teachable moment for as long exactly as somebody needs right. to get taught. That's what I meant. And th- I know, I, I know. Right, bug. Yeah. But you, but you know, everybody's got to have a a momentary soapbox, I guess, and I guess preach a little bit, and then maybe it makes you know what? Maybe it also makes people feel a little bit better, like they're you know they're teaching you something that they're teaching you something, or they're sharing something, or everybody's experience right. is different, and I don't know, like that's okay too. I think you know, I'd for me personally, I'd rather just rage on Twitter. It's that's my. Yeah, that's your outlet. That's my outlet, and there's plenty to uh, there's plenty to do there to What's keep. What's your Twitter name now, dude? I don't even. <laughs> I, don't know. I really try. want. The, I've appealed a million. You know why give the option to appeal every Twitter suspension? First of all, why give the option? There's probably eighty million people appealing suspensions because all these bots like throw your ass in Twitter yeah. jail. I think I'm something like the ghost, the ghost of Heads's ghost or something like that. Okay. I just well, if people want to follow, they need to know where the where to yeah, follow. Yeah, it does. You know what? They'll follow me today and tomorrow. I'll call Ivanka a feckless, conveniently Jewish cunt, and they'll throw me in jail. And okay. then I'll have to create a new Gmail account with a new Google phone number, 
it's it's like absolutely like what what I go through to like rage tweet is almost also just as insane. Yeah. And not is. on any level. There's no normalcy there. I am very well aware of that. Yeah, you're like you can't get off that you're addicted. You're a dusty crackhead but with Twitter. Yeah, I could I think I'm more I, I mean yeah, I'm addicted. I, I mean, I use it for that. I also, like, I actually, like, try to follow people that are a hell of a lot more intelligent than I am, you know, intelligent people. Like, I follow a lot. Of, now my whole feed is, like, immunologists and epidemiologists and doctors and chefs. I follow, like, um, Kosher Soul is really funny. He's a really funny guy, really smart. I try to follow people that are clever and, like, have something to add. I try to learn a few things. I follow, like, NASA and yeah, but the, if you were an addicted to raging, you'd get to keep your own name. Not, yeah, but every once in a while, I mean, it's not that I specifically go and hunt for things to be pissed off about. If it <laughs> if it scrolls through my timeline and I see something right. about like Javanka, like can't wait to go back to New York City, me, 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 and people are like, yeah, good luck getting to New York City through the prison cell that your ass is going to be sitting in, unless you're in Do Russia. You think what I would love to know Lincoln's opinion on like the realisticness of which one of them which trumps will go to prison that's really interesting he talks about that we could ask him we still never did the ask me anything the ama with lincoln mitchell we have to do that but i would love that to be a question he like, talks who does he think has is the most likely to go to jail he talks about that when he does his transformative justice conversation he talks about like where do you draw like at what point do you just let let that go and like govern or do you de- or do you make that the entire focal point of the department of justice or of like the the national intelligence like it's cr- who knows i think it's going to come down to honestly for i am clearly i'm no lincoln mitchell obviously but i think it's going to come down to trump pardoning everybody in these last like 50 days and then everybody's going to get nailed on a state level he could pardon himself yeah. all he wants from all of these bullshit federal cr- but every state is coming after them. Like Texas now just went after him for the money for the rally. Like I think I follow one of like Joyce Aileen, who's a lawyer um, from Alabama, uh, said something like it, it's going to be interesting to see how many of these like li- smaller, little, more annoying lawsuits really just start like poking him with a stick. Like it's it's it might not be one giant, which I think it should be like trip to the Hague. You know, it might just be all of these, like, you owe us $565,000. We're putting, like, I don't know how it works. We're putting a lien on your fucking golf club. I don't know. Right. Like, it's going to be called, like, you know, come to, like, happy hour, like, Texas Timmy's, like, pitch and putt. You know, whatever. Like, I think, which I think would be, like, fucking amazing. And then I would go there. Um, What does that mean, come to Jimmy's pick and putt? Come to Timmy's pitch. Like if Texas, like if he can't pay Texas back for right. his rally, then maybe Texas goes and takes his golf club. Uh, and like they, and, re- then, and then they rename it like. It and then converts it to Timmy's pick and putt. Pitch and putt. Have you, and stuff. You've never pitched and putted? Pitch and putt? You did pitch oh, and putt. I'm, ha- I'm having such a flashback. What was the name of the arcade that we all went to? Not the one in the mall. So we, we, we would go with Lakeview also on rainy days. Sports. I don't know. Fucking A. I don't know, dude. I, we went right. to the, that was it. It was the arcade or it was, or ch- like Chuck E. Cheese. 
I want to say it was Sports World, but that seems too basic. Yeah. But it was like... <laughs> Welcome to Jimmy Sports World. You know what it is, the guy, like the used <laughs> car salesman like, out front. <laughs> but it had like an arcade, it had batting cages, it had laser tag. And anytime there was a rainy day at Lakeview, like at least three of them, we would go to the sports place. I freaking love skee-ball. Yeah, skee-ball was there. Skee-ball is the shit. I love skee ball, but pitch and putt was outside. Like it was like mini golf. It was like a one step above what's mini the golf. Pitch part. Well, you pitch it and then you putt because it's a pitch from like if you're not like swinging with like a driver and like driving the ball like 400 yards, it's like a pitch off the tee. Like you pitch it onto the green. No, I don't golf. I don't golf either. I suck at it. I like driving the golf court, but we used to, we, you know, it's like it's more like mini golf where you would go and play, and then at the end you would like have to hit the ball in the clown's mouth to win like a, a special prize. That was never my vibe. I I have no patience for those kinds of things. Like I get bored really quickly oh. and want to do something else. I love it. I love mini golf. Do you remember the ice cream depot? No. Come on. I don't. It it was <laughs> it the ice cream depot was magnificos. There was no. Yeah, I know you are a Magnifico's head, but there was the Ice Cream Depot on Milltown Road, I think, and it was so good. No, it was Dairy Queen. Dairy it was just past Dairy Queen. I, I don't think I've ever... It was around ev- the corner from Dairy Queen. I've never been to the Ice Cream Depot. It was more of like a small business as opposed to like Dairy oh, Queen. Yeah. Dairy Queen. That's nice. I would... I, I, I Too bad. I would... I oh, you, this kid. I don't know. I don't. Who's who's hitting you up? That's the schmooper. It's okay. You can get it. No, dude, I can't get. Dude, I've been. I tried calling them before. They're. I'll call them back in two seconds. Wow, everybody's. Okay. Wa- everybody's like out doing like the family walk. Wow, there's like forty people. Oh wow. Well, maybe there. Could it possibly be a single household? Yeah, no? it's probably. Well, it's a lot, but they're really far apart. It's like there's like yeah. one family in a cluster, and then there's like way other people. Yeah. Up there, but that's a lot of, that's a lot of people. I feel you. It's all right. Kids all have flashlights. No one was wearing a mask. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it dark there already? Yeah, yeah, pitch, pitch dark. Pitch and putt. Pitch and putt. Pitch dark. Yeah. Well, Almost time for the jam. Is it? Yeah, the request line jam. The request line was really good. Are we, gonna, are we doing another request night or no? We can't. Every night could be a request night. I don't. I'm okay with that as no, long as. No, I think you should. Do, I think it should be like a special, maybe once a month situation. All right. So what should we do tonight then? Um, maybe like mini golf themed. <laughs> I gotta find a song about a windmill and a yeah. clown's mouth. Windmill, a clown's mouth. What else was there? Like a lighthouse? There was a lighthouse. And there was one that had like, <laughs> there was one that was just really rolly. It was like rolly yeah, and had like yeah, three yeah. rocks and you were like, yes. fuck. Yeah, I remember that. Where was the closest mini golf that we went to? Down 18. In East Brunswick? No, it was like, no. was that Old Bridge? What is that, Old Bridge? Maybe, maybe. It was right before you got onto Route 9. Right, 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 right. I remember. Near Raritan Bay. Yeah, where, where they don't do eyes. <laughs> where they don't do eyes. I didn't even know anyone ever went to that hospital. Dude, I thought going there, that's exactly why I went there. I, I didn't know it was, like, legit. I guess it's not legit. Well, apparently it's not legit. <laughs> How do you, I mean, we're not, no, no. Yeah, okay. Come on. I definitely agree it's not legit. 
<laughs> I don't even know. I'm at a loss, literally at a loss for words because I don't even know what else to say. Like, how do you, do you not call yourself then an ER? What do you call yourself? Like a, <laughs> like what? you call yourself, like, what would you go there for? Like stitches? I don't know. I hope they're not anywhere near your eye because they probably wouldn't do it. No, right. I don't know. Maybe. There, I mean, clearly Did there you, were people there because the wait was three to five fucking hours. Have you tweeted them? I did not tweet them. It's crazy how good your eyebrows are for someone who doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, like I'm just like looking at like it's perfect. It's honestly I think you're a testament to like what would what would have happened to most of us if we just left our shit alone instead of going through phases of tweezing <laughs> and this and that. Like, you know, fucking 40 something years later. I did actually one time. Eyebrows. I did one time try I who made me do it it's probably someone at the freaking JCC I did try eyebrow threading oh you did yo painful yeah first painful first of all that would never now happen again because someone is literally of course in your face hole while they're like have string in their mouth it's the most (laughs) unsanitary I I was like I have not done that what is going on here and not to mention, there are these like you would think they they were like these also like these psychic storefronts. Remember all the psychic? I like, know. I <laughs> and know. you walk in and you're I, like, "There's definitely that's definitely a false wall, and there's definitely like an illegal gambling right. ring behind here, or 100%. somebody's house, or someone's living in here." And then all of a sudden, these two women would like bop out and they would like rip out a piece of thread, put it in their mouth like they were flossing their fucking teeth, I know. and then it's get so within gross. an inch of your face. And rip your eyebrows from your head while what smushing you, your other eye. What did you think of the result? I thought it was not worth the fucking agony <laughs> of sitting there and paying someone to do that. I know. Listen. I don't even know what to look for. The thing is, because I don't do it, I don't even yeah. know what would have made it bad unless to- they removed all of my eyebrows. Yeah, you don't need to touch it. You have a great arch, and it's all very, like, aligned. And I just am like, wow, this is a testament to someone who's really never done anything. Nothing. And, like, this is what we could all have. Do you know the only thing I've done cosmetically, and I'll talk only Tell because me. the only cosmetic thing I've done to my face is um, I had uh, three precancerous moles removed. And That's not cosmetic. Well, it is because they were gross and they were giant, and one of okay, them had okay. a giant hair coming out. <laughs> And it was really bad, and I it was like, and my grand and and it was only because cancer runs on yeah. that side of the family, and they tested one, and they were like, well, let's just get these off your face, and better safe oh, than sorry. I had like so many. I love having moles removed. Oh, it's, it's close to a pastime for me. Really, it was actually maybe because it was on my face, and one of them like I had to let you can't. I couldn't really talk or eat. Okay, I had to like yeah. drink through a fucking straw, like for every That's, one, yes. and. uh that, it was. It's weird. Sometimes when I see old pictures of myself, it's weird to see that because I don't see yeah. it anymore. And it, and if I get tan enough, you can like actually like see the little tiny Spark. incisions. But yeah. but back to my when I was working in Club Med, I literally had my eyebrows were so blonde that it looked like I had no eyebrows on my face. Yeah. It was a little bit. It actually was a little bit freakishly awkward. Those really blonde people with who's you really can't see their eyebrows. God. It's not great. I don't know. So yeah, there's absolutely I don't know. I don't know the first thing about like waxing or I think I did actually Bliss was a really I have to say I did well Bliss came in a package deal. Mm-hmm. So okay. which which was what worth does that mean? 
every pet because it was up and down, above Got and it. above okay. and below. Got it. Okay. Um, and the Schmooper mom put me on to Bliss. It was really, okay. really crazy because yeah. I walked in there and I was like, "This is going to be way out of my budget." And it was a little out of my budget. It was definitely, but yeah. you clearly with everything in life, you get what you pay for. Yeah. And uh, so I did the um, I did wax my eyebrows once there. Once, and then I was like, mm, no, I don't need to do that. Anymore. I couldn't, I was like, what is the difference? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Oh, there's kn- a big difference, but you don't need to do it. Okay, I won't I ever do a, it. I have a girl who does, only uses tweezers, and she's like a legit eyebrow artist, and so I go to her like every two months, and she'll just like give me a little touch up. Because what? They like grow on your eyelids? Like what? Well, mine grow like out of shape, so they get a little like... Because I, like, tweezed them and waxed them and threaded them, you know, there's, like, little balls. She just shapes them up a little bit. It takes five minutes. It's not, like, a big... And she tints them. She tints them? I could go through my whole beauty routine if you're interested. Tints your eyebrows? Yeah, a little bit, just because it kind of fills in the little bald patches. Huh. You wouldn't... You wouldn't... You wouldn't be able to tell. I can tell. Oh, yeah. Well, that's... I mean, I get that there's... But it only lasts, like, two weeks, the tint. Like, but it's fun for the amount of time it lasts. I guess so. Yeah. It's a definite skill, though, because you can't fuck that up. You can't, like, ruin someone's... I mean, I guess... No, this girl is, like, Beverly Hills. Like, I just happened to meet her before she got big, and so she'll still see me. But she's, like, legit. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I don't. We uh, maybe we'll do a whole. We could do a whole rant. I I don't know. I couldn't participate I in that rant. Out, that's fine. I found out that my my body doesn't take to Botox, meaning like it it just doesn't do anything. So now I have to go back and get a different kind of Botox to see if my it's, you're like a, you're like rat like you're like level like, B uh, rat poison. Like I don't know. It's a different like brand. The plastic surgeon guy was like yeah like probably one in a thousand patients have this happen and you're one of them wow mazel tov congratulations that's pretty impressive but it's fine we'll we'll figure that out you know so anyway yeah we i mean i love i love beauty routine i love hearing what other people do because i'm a big uh believer in the found you got to get the all the foundational items right and then you don't have to worry about it your eyebrows have to be right your skin has to be right. Your nails have to be right. You got to be lasered up. And then... Whoa. I'm out. I'm tapping out. To, I ta- your Whoa. hair color has to be on point. And then you don't I'm need done. to do anything. I'm done. You lost me at the beginning. <laughs> I don't even... You were sounding... It's, it literally was like going back to like Charlie Brown. It was literally like I was sitting in like Charlie Brown school. But I do have to say, I do appreciate... A really good smelling. I really like, like, I like smell. I really do like, you love like, a smell. yeah, I like facial moisture. I like that smell. I found this really good because I do have like very dry skin, like in between my eyebrows. And um, I found this really good, like, lavender something from one of the women actually at the Christmas market, mm-hmm. which I'll never go to again. And there'll probably mm-hmm. never be again because who's shopping in public places like that, sadly. Right. Um, but it was great and it smelled delish and I really, that's the same reason I fell hook, line and sinker for that stupid overpriced dumb ass. Terry Muggler. No. Sugar lip Oh bomb. yeah, you love that sugar lip Yeah, it smells delicious and yeah, well I mean look, I've been wearing the same fucking, we could talk, we could talk about, that's a good thing to talk about because then we could ask other people and we could have other people do like their top 10. I would love to know people's. If I want to, here's what I want to know. Okay. 
if people have a signature fragrance and okay. if they do, how often does it change? Okay. Are you writing these I, down? No. Okay. Because I just can't stick with it. Like, I'll, ha- I'll think I have a signature fragrance, and then I'll get sick of it and smell something else. And then I'm like, this is going to be my lifelong signature fragrance. And then I, it doesn't, like, I just change my mind. Fascinating. So I want to know people's vibes on that. Um, I don't know. Think of stuff, and then we'll put it in the, we'll put it out on the, uh, on the gram, and we'll see if people bite, and we'll, uh, we'll see if we could get, we could get people to talk about their shit like that. Because everybody has a routine. Everybody, like... Of course. I mean... I want to know people's top three. If you could only have three, like, beauty... Products? No, products. Like, if you could only do three (laughs) things to yourself to maintain, like, what would those three things be? Interesting. You know? I want to know that. Okay. That's interesting. You know, like... I know what my, I think I could probably know what mine would be, but I want to know what other people's would be. Okay. We'll put that out. We'll, we'll figure out how to get that word out somehow. I want to know. Yeah. Just put it in an Instagram story poll. Okay. And then. We both have to do it so it gets a wider reach. No, I won't do it. That's not my um, persona. Okay, it's my people are gonna be like, "What the <laughs> fuck happened to Randy? Why is Randy asking about what your three beauty things you, <laughs> you can't live without?" They're gonna be like, "Okay, she's fallen on her head. There's <laughs> been some type of psychological trauma." Right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it'll be funny if I put it. Well, yeah, they'll all know, funny. but it'll be fun. What am I? What am I asking them? Wait, let me write it down. Okay. I want. I want to know. Okay. Wait, I won't put a number limit on. It. I want to know what. The most important beauty procedures are to you. And that could be like a legit procedure, like I need to get breast implants, or that could be anything as small as like I need to get my eyebrows done every two weeks, okay. or like, you know. All right. And it's big or small. Okay. I want to know <laughs> if you have a signature fragrance and how long you've been wearing that signature oh, fragrance. Oh, God. Okay. I'm writing this down. Should we ask what people's favorite lingerie brand is? You can. Everybody yeah, had one that. for a while. Add that. I and mean, then I want to know. Does it have to be lingerie? I mean, it's what's crazy. Like, I, <laughs> I'm just being say. stupid. So, right, stupid. lingerie brand. I was going to say, um, well, I have nothing to add to that. Yours is going to be like Nike sports bras. No, it's actually not that. It's actually worse. What is it? I'm oh, not going to say it, it now. <laughs> we got to get um, people to come back. All right. What else? Let's think of two more. All right. Think like of two more. Hold on. I got Think of two more. I got to let the dog in. Keep talking. Wait. I, are you... We're still recording? Yeah, we're still recording. I'm just walking to the door to let the dog in. He's oh, okay. All right. I want to know... Hmm. This is tough. It's hard. I want to know if you had to give up two parts of your routine daily routine what would you be able to give up like not showering like what are you talking about no like could you ever like i haven't gotten a pedicure since february yeah but that's a little gross like then you're now but you can but you finally cut your wow there's more people again of course i like yes but it's not the same okay that's true give up two parts of your routine what would they be okay yeah this, this is going to, people are going to see this in my story and they're going to be know, like, I'm looking forward to somebody's it. on, they're going to be like, somebody's, somebody's on the crack pipe. Somebody's a crackhead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't give up the crack. That's going to be my, that would be my thing. Have you 
always worn the same nose ring? Yeah. Or do you change it out? No, I don't change it out. Same one? Yep. Cool. Same one. Same earrings? Yeah. Because I, you know, I don't have any real, I don't really have any others and I bought these for myself and they're really fucking expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I would do the same. I know. There's a jewelry place I will have my eye on for a Black Friday sale, but I doubt they'll do one. Yeah. It's, I'm very, that kind of stuff, like, I'm very particular about, like, my jewelry. That, the yeah. jewelry, working in the jewelry business Bob, fucked did I me fuck up for with life. The jam fam no, not at all. If it's up to somebody else, then I completely, like, then it's, it doesn't fall in the same category. If it's me, okay. Yeah. Spending my money on yeah. something that I want, which is why, like, I can't even look at, I don't look at jewelry or watches or anything like that because I got completely schnackered working in the jewelry business. It taught okay. me a fuckload, but now I know what I want, and there's just... If you could buy, if somebody gave you, no, let's just say you had one unlimited funds jewelry purchase, what would, what would your next purchase be? That's an, uh... Without a doubt, it would be some some insane amount of diamonds in, like, in some type of, like, wicked platinum setting. A ring? Maybe a ring. Maybe I would do, like, my doodle in, like, some type of, like, platinum and oh, diamond, cool. like, yeah. you know, situation. But it would, the diamonds would would be, like, VVS1, like, flawless. Blinging, like, blanging. Yeah, just well cut. Like, just the right stones and, like, the right. That was in Seven. a Beyonce song. VVS Stone, I'll let you go. Yeah. <laughs> because oh, let me tell you something. You, the you, you learn you. and you never forget it. You learn the four C's <laughs> and then it's all a matter of like which C is most important to you. Right. Put upgrade you on the playlist all for right. tonight. We'll put okay. And then we'll and then we'll be sad about like not being able to afford any good jewelry. Right. right. Well, I can't afford any good jewelry. I anymore. can't afford any good jewelry. But um, um all right, I guess should I include one hair question? Like, yeah, I don't really care. I don't really care what people do to their hair. Everyone's hair is so different. It's I like, know, but I would. I am also still forever in a day looking for something to like fix my dry, brittle. Do you use hair masks? Which one? What brand? Like, dude, how... I told you, Kerastase. Oh no, I don't think. Dude, I would have remembered if you said that to me. I don't even know how to fucking spell it. I would probably type that in the jam chat or something. Yeah, and it probably flew by that I couldn't see. It too. Yeah. All right. You have you to. You gotta see. like if your hair is that dry, you gotta like really like put it on, like get it all. Shower in cap it? it. Shower cap it for a few hours. You could even sleep in it. I could do that. Yeah. I mean, these braids are completely fucking up my like it is just cracked and like dry yeah. and just brittly. But I'm not going to get a haircut, so it's fine. And actually, it works yeah. for the winter once I put the hat on. It's it's actually, I can't complain. I mean. Right. It All is. right. So the hair question is, how do you, how have you brought your brittly, cracky ass dry hair back from the brink? <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll just do fa <laughs> or fa like favorite hair product or some shit like that. Fine. All right, so we completely, I don't even know. This has now become, like, Randy's <laughs> beauty chat. <laughs> I actually, like, that would be the most fun, like, monthly theme, Randy's beauty chat. All right, we'll do Randy's, we'll do Randy's beauty chat. Consider because the thing is, you do have, like, a very, you are interested in aesthetic. You're just not interested in, in a traditional sort of, like, feminine, girly way about makeup and. Right. And, but you're, you are, you have 
aesthetic interest, I would say. Dude, my, I look like fall. Like, my clothes are literally just nature. Like Not your clothes. Like, your tattoos, your jewelry. Oh. Your, like... Yeah. You're not, it's not like you don't think about it. Yeah, but I don't, I, that's true, but I don't, I don't think I think about it in the way that like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't, may, this might sound, I don't do it really for anybody else. Like I'm not. I think most people don't. I yeah. think most people do it for themselves unless they have a specific person that they're trying to impress. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wink wink nod nod cough cough <laughs> not COVID <laughs> well played Franklin yeah I definitely yeah for sure I mean I would I that is definitely true and I also like I think it's it's I mean that, that we could also like go down that road another time and like not bore people to death but it's like the same way I look for everything like every like my my taste in things are like far out, you know, exceed my wallet. Like I love like getting those 70% off emails from like Ralph Lauren and like going in and like finding shit that was like $250 that nobody else wanted for like $39.99. And I was like, score because who right. wants to wear like cargo pants with paint splattered on them. And those you I do dude, so much so that I bought them twice because they really? were, yeah, they were first. I bought them. Okay. So now I'm going to tell the first pair I bought, they are like $225 pants. Insane. So, and then they went on, and then they were like, you get that email like once every like year, they have like the 70% off or 80% off sale with like an extra like 30% off because no, nobody's wearing them. So they just want to get the fuck rid of them shit. Right. And I, I think I bought those pants for like forty nine ninety nine. Okay. So I got a pair. I wore them literally to death. They were like incinerated off my body. They mm-hmm. I, because they were functional. I I happen to think the cargo pants are practical, especially for right. me being on my bike, you know, tooling around and like easy access to everything. And this way it wasn't heavy. Like I didn't I don't carry like a pocketbook or a purse and like a <laughs> backpack whatever the fuck you want to call it. Like my Birkin brick bag is like not, Long not like, my, my brick bag, my Chanel brick bag is not uh, accessible right. for everyday wear and tear. Right. Um, but, and then I, I, I went on eBay and I found a pair from, I found a pair that were like thirty nine ninety nine, brand new. They weren't even used. And they were your size? And they were my size. And I, and I was like, took them, boom, scored them, snapped them right up. Right. And I cut one, once one pair like started to fall apart, I cut them down into shorts and they were like my favorite shorts. And now I have the other pair that I'm still rocking and and, as pants. And they're my favorite, they're like one of my favorite pairs of pants. But I like, like, I, I like the zip up sweaters that I, you know, that I got that were like, I don't give a shit. I don't, I don't really care about like the pink pony on the front. Like, I don't give a shit about that. I like the fact that it's a heavy, it's a well-made heavy sweater i it, it's something to it's me in, quality, it's in the quality, quality of it yeah right. and hopefully you know they're nice to all the animals that they use all the hide from for all their leather products that make that mm-hmm. store smell like one of the best places i've ever walked into in my entire life that right yo they're they're like national global headquarters on 72nd and park when I walked in there, like a bike messenger, and they literally were like, hi, can we help you? And I was like, and I looked over my shoulder to see if they were talking to someone else. I was like, nobody ever talks to me like that. Right. <laughs> they like tell me to go park my bike and go in around the back. Like they're, yeah. you know, and then it was like, 
oh my god. I never, I didn't want to leave. Between the aesthetics of the store, the way it smelled, like just everything about it was like. It was your vibe. Oh, I could. Li- I was like, I'm never leaving. You could lock me in, and this is where I'm gonna live. And thank. Did you and- buy anything? Uh, no, not that time. That's the time I got the the personal top to bottom tour from the guy that like ha- ran the store like forever and knew like Ralph personally. I posted wow. that. I posted that picture on Instagram. That was one of the best stories of my life I think I told it on a podcast once because it was actually comical I did go there to return something and I was like just in a love yourself t-shirt with the sleeves rolled up my bike shorts on my backpack with my bike helmet hanging from the bottom and I clunked my way in because you know I'm so I walk so gracefully right and I was like and they literally like two people came out from the side and they were like hi well you know they were like what can we do to help you? And I was like, <laughs> and they were the, they couldn't have been nicer. And I was, I told them what I needed and they walked me upstairs. They offered me a drink mm-hmm. and they brought, Did you take it? what are you kidding me? They brought me out a diet Coke with a slice of lemon on a silver fucking platter. And they sat me down. on like a fucking broken in the best broken in leather armchair giant overstuffed with an ottoman i literally was like can i do takeout like do you have food i was like i'm never leaving and i started just shooting the shit with them they were cracking up and we were cracking jokes and and i was like said something i was like wow i can live this store is amazing they were like hold on and they went and got this guy and for the life of me i have his i can't remember his name and he comes down in his perfectly fitted suit and just, you know, he walks over and he introduces himself and he's like, come with me. He took me all the way upstairs to the top floor, which is the VIP, like where they come to pick you up in a Maybach, like Mercedes Benz at your house and drive you in a garage and put you in a private elevator and take you up to this floor where you're like waited on hand and foot, like your own private fitting. It is a giant palatial space. And he was like, this, this is, this happens here. And this is what's here. And then he parted a curtain. He was like the fucking wizard of Oz, dude. He parted a curtain. And there were all these people like sitting and working at computers, like little, like busy beat. Like this was like the home delivery department. And these were all the custom interior designers. And then he took me downstairs and he introduced me to these two other guys who were like, in the in the suit department, they were showing me like purple label jackets that were like seven thousand dollars, and I was like, I don't know if you want to get that that close to me. I'm not, you know, like I was just like riding my bike like across the park, and he they took me into every nook and every cranny of the store. They told me that there was like a private restaurant. There was a way to get to the building because they have the men's store across the street where they have like some fancy schmancy restaurant or something and like they were telling me about all the way like how you can get from there to there and like I don't know if there was like an underground tunnel or I could be making that up but anyway the guy literally spent like two hours taking me on every floor telling me about like every product like the ten thousand dollar like leather backgammon set that like was designed by like you know Givenchy or like Ralph Lauren it was like some collabo with like Karl Lagerfeld even though he's like a Nazi or something like that but whatever he's Um, dead yeah he's dead but good I don't know something happened with him there was some drama yeah I know he's German yeah Uh, yeah probably 
But um, it was amazing. And it was it was just so unbelievable. And it was like indelibly imprinted like in my right. brain. And I just think that that's, it, it, I don't know. It's those kind of experiences and those kind of people that are like, you know, that make places like that make you want to go back there and be like, you know. Th- well, that's the whole point. They're like, they're going to, we're going to get this person back here and drop some money. Yeah, but not me. Like the sad not part you, was it wasn't like, me, but like the I people know. that they go pick up in those fucking cars and bring over and personally shop right. for like on their black card for like $200,000. Right. It's total psychological. It's the best. I could take that psychological warfare any day. But anyway, right. that's completely, but that that's the story of those pants. And that's how I found those pants with, you know, looking around with that guy with the first pair of pants. And I was tr- just there to return like a t-shirt that I actually bought on sale at the polo store that was on right. fifth Avenue. But, right. Oh, remember polo? That's like no longer. Yeah. That was a big thing. But anyway, yeah. the other thing that we you, digress, the other thing that you got a teeth, you do such a good rip of your sweatshirt at the top. I'm never good at ripping it like that. Oh, yeah, you just got to go What's in. What's secret? You just fucking nail it. You just go in where the crease is. Yeah. Meanwhile, this was not the best. This Don't get me started on this sweatshirt from this company that charges like... That's the, the most ridiculous company. I'm surprised you have it. It was not... I had it because of the saying on the sweatshirt. It was also... I did not pay full price. It was also like the last because nobody apparently wanted it in blue. Everybody wants like the Heather Gray or the black... And, right. and it was like... Reduced from like ninety five because I will not spend ninety five dollars on a hoodie. It's definitely I mean, in Brentwood, mom brand. And I would, yeah. And I definitely bought it when it was like thirty five dollars, and I was like, it was on like triple clearance and like free shipping or some shit like that. Right. And then the pocket fell apart in like the second day I got it, and I've never fixed it. It's hanging on by like one stitch <laughs> on the side, and it's the most shittiest crap made hoodie. And I, I just bet. went in and I was like, oh, let's just find the. Angle. You could do it on the on the love yourself one. You just gotta find. I'm scared. I'll fuck it up. You won't fuck it up. I'll talk you through it when we get off the podcast. No, I'll do it another time. Well, at least I know that I don't have COVID and I just caught a random cold. Totally. Congratulations. Yeah, Mazel Tov on that. Yeah. I'll just take All care right. of that when I go for my run. But this was a good one. We got some. We got some really good leads. We miss Linky. We got to do another. We'll do another rant with Lincoln. We'll, yeah. we'll do a mo- once monthly request line jam fam. Yep. What else? You'll post, you'll post everyone's beauty questions. Oh, yeah, the questions. beauty. We're going to come back to the beauty chat. That'll get yeah. the beeps coming back. Yeah, beauty For chat. For sure. <laughs> it's actually more, you know more about, that. that's your jammy jam. That, that, I got. No, I, but I like, I like the idea of it being posted on your story. We'll see what happens. We'll do it tonight after the jam. Like, I want, I want to see how many people respond. <laughs> They're going to think I'm like on acid, dude. They're going to think it's a joke. Hi, bud. Yeah. All right, go yeah. hang with Wong. I'll see you guys at the jam. Send us, okay. send, send it, send it, send it home. Send it out. Close it out. All right, everyone. Wear your mask. Please. Wash your hands. Don't do gatherings this holiday season. Don't be a freaking idiot. Like, just get over yourself. Your kids don't want to see you anyway. <laughs> and then join the jam, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Try and bring positivity. I know the world is, you know, a shitty place, but let's try and keep the jam on a positive tip. Let's try and keep the complaining to a minimum if we can, at least during the live jam. And then uh, let's enjoy ourselves. And happy Thanksgiving, everyone. I hope you ate so much delicious food. I know if you're at MB's house, you did. Damn right. So those people. Hazmat cooked up a pretty good meal, too. I bet she did. Get it, Hazmat. Do your thing, girl. And then, um, that's it.
right? That's it. We're out. Yeah. One hour. Bing. Bing, bang, bye. Peace. <laughs> and hair grease. We out. Thank <laughs> you.